Yeah, yeah. So I was wondering if it was that. It looks like yep, it was that. That was what it was. Yep. All right. Sound check. Check. Night wins. It gets the hose again. Thanks for showing up, guys. Appreciate it. Olo. We're here to talk about random content creation stuff. This basically, we have a channel meeting every week. We have a channel meeting every week, and you guys get to be here to hear about it. Oh, hell yeah. Thank you for gifting that tier one sub. Two, I'm not a threat, who I think has been waiting patiently for me to start Red Dead 2. There's some people that have been like, oh, when you're playing Red Dead 2, I'm here every day for that. Interesting. Big fans of that game. What did you, You've played it before, right? So you've named ponies I've started, and stuff? I haven't really gotten that far. I've started. Hey, thanks for gifting one to Seth. Give him a follow. Cool guy. He's got an awesome, awesome, awesome channel. Um, thank you, Nightwinds, for that. Yeah, check him out. He's pretty cool. Breakwinds, we love you. Hell yeah. Another one. Kush Dreams. Thank you, brother. Y'all just covered the bill. It gets the gifted subs. So, just for the record, this is a moving goalpost. <laughs> you won't do it again, pussy. <laughs> what? Chat's fighting. Chat's fighting over the bet? gifted subs. They're going oh, back and oh, forth. Oh, okay. I thought he was saying I won't call them break wins, because I will. <laughs> oh, shit. Mike Thriller. They're firing off. Thank you, brother. So... The first thing that we're going to talk about today is not pushing. <laughs> My bad. That wasn't that wasn't intentional. Are you sure? There's no there's no like audio on that screen, so it's like once you push that screen, <laughs> oh, they lose it. Yeah, it's muted. <laughs> Interesting. I didn't know you could do that. Yeah, there's no audio capture or anything. Oh, okay. On this one. All right. Yeah. <laughs> wow. So you guys. Yeah, so totally. They can't, hear us. they can't hear us about to call them giant. Can they hear us now? Yeah, they can, <laughs> they can hear us now. Get in the hype train. Um, so the first thing that I kept telling Chet we're going to talk about that I've been looking into a whole lot is why to or not to keep streaming on Twitch as opposed to YouTube. It's a very interesting thing we've been thinking about. I've been thinking about it a lot. Um... If you guys didn't hear recently, the option to boost your favorite streamer's channel um, has gone into beta on Twitch. So you can pay like 99 cents or $3 for impressions. Interesting. Which just means they stick you in recommended, and after a thousand people see it and, and scroll past it, it's gone. Oh. Um, the problem with that is that Twitch's discovery system is fucking garbage. Garbage. So, if, for example, we're doing a sketch comedy stream, and they recommend our stream to a thousand people that want to watch Call of Duty, it's not going to make a goddamn bit of difference. That's true. They're, nobody's going to come click on it. That's true. So. You know what would be a nice change of pace from Call of Duty? Uh-huh. Improv. Let's go watch some of that. <laughs> I was the first person ever to say that. Hell yeah, you can throw biddies. The YouTube equivalent, they have like a super chat thing. Also, if you click on, I don't know if you're watching from phone or whatever, but there are random Paul Jenkins sound alerts if you use the soundboard pad thing. Hold on, let me pull it up real quick to see if you can do it from phone. I think there's a way to do it from phone. From phone. Yeah, but I always tell people, you. I appreciate the raw biddies. Hell yeah. Tell me something terrible podcast deserves that one, too. Thank you for the gifted sub, Night Wins, and the 100 Bitties. 
Um, yeah, so if you actually are watching it live, live. there's a little button for sound alerts next to stream. Take the things. Damn. <laughs> Thank you for the 400 biddies. So two, two dollar, 250 biddies, I got to do a kickflip. 100 bits, you get PJ's random wisdom. There are 25 different random sound alerts that you can get any one of. And then there's all the, the classics for 50 bits. There's a bunch of them for 200 bits, but those are all specifically the random wisdom ones. So you can get one at random for 100 bits, or if you hear one specifically at some point that you like and you want to replay that one, and you're a sub of the channel, you can pay 200 bits to hear a specific one. So there are there are now redeemable things to use your bits for on the channel. Thank you for those. Hell yeah. Um, so the problem with YouTube is the monetization. That's the main issue. People are less likely to do things like sub to your YouTube channel and you know Why? super chat because it's already ingrained in YouTube's culture that you're getting something for free. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. You know, so, so you, you don't go on YouTube expecting to pay money. Right. The people that go on Twitch and watch Twitch streamers expect to have the ability to support their favorite streamers and enjoy doing so. And that's a culture thing. That's the culture of Twitch is that fans actually enjoy doing that type of thing. Right. Um, oh, it's weird. That's a, that's an interesting concept. Right? It is. And that's that's a whole thing is that Twitch's culture is way farther ahead of fa of YouTube's culture. So thank in the you. sense of in the sense of monetization in the sense of monetization specifically. OK. And I'll get to where that's, a, you know, there's there, that's a pro for Twitch, but we'll get to the cons for sure. Um, Twitch seems much better for chat interaction. Yes. Um, YouTube has a really boring chat. That's the thing. Yeah, chat. There's chat's not very interactive on YouTube or anything like that. Yeah, I've noticed that just it's from my really limited bland. time there. Yeah, yeah, it's really bland if you've ever watched it. And YouTube doesn't push streams. However, if you are a subscriber to the channel, if you yeah. get bigger yeah, on you YouTube, then everybody that subscribes to your YouTube channel is going to get an alert for that stream. Right. So that there's a pro and a con there. The main thing being that it is. It's very difficult to drive people to Twitch. It's easier to get people to follow you on on other networks and find you on YouTube or be or have the ability to go to, you, right. to YouTube. Right. YouTube itself, um, most lots of the streamers that I found, I found through their YouTube channels, and I noticed direct correlation, like we talked about before, with some of the other channels. Yeah. There's direct correlation between how popular you are on YouTube and how popular you are on Twitch. There's not as much correlation between Twitter and Twitch, for example, or Facebook and Twitch, which okay. is why, like I said, uh, Bardock Obama, for example, usually is averaging like mm. 800 viewers, even though he's got over a million followers on Facebook and almost 100,000 on Twitter. Right. He has zero YouTube presence. So people don't- But it's still, it's still the same main thing as like watching. Is watching something, not reading anything, or yes, yes, or a still photo. The main thing is just like people. So you can funnel things to Twitch from any type of little tunnel that just maintains or requires fucking eyeballs. Mm -hmm. And the issue, if, if other than monetization, the big issue. By the way, thank you, Snake Eyes, for the Prime sub. 
Uh, the issue, other than monetization, and damn, they got the hype train pumping. We're at a level two. I don't know if I've ever seen a level two. I've seen a level two shit. That's, I, that's where you I shit in the a top part. Two. Oh, that's that's what it is. You know what I'm talking about? The yeah. tank, you shit in the tank. I didn't call it a level two. I thought that was an upper decker. Same thing. Same thing. Yeah, I've level never... two is is what you call it when you're in the military. But I can't talk about that. I always further. thought level two was like how like how how visceral the shit is. Dang, what was the word for thickness you used? Viscosity. Is that why they call them viscera? Because he had mm. much viscosity. No, viscera is like, you know, like if you... Flapping vagina wings? <laughs> what <laughs> was that? No, nah, viscera is like, I was trying to think, is like if you fucking hit someone with a car and they splatter, there's viscera all over the place. Uh, oh. That's <laughs> oh, all right. That's why viscera was actually more tied in. Hey, shoot, how's it going? Viscera was more tied into the whole Ministry of Darkness thing at the time. Okay. He that's why, blood splatter. Yeah, blood splatter. Yeah, exactly. Viscera is brutal and nasty, and that's such good shit, as Mabel, Vince McMahon would say. Yeah. Mabel was a better name. <laughs> yeah, Mabel. Oh, no, because I my, my family had a dog named Mabel, so Mabel was never Yeah, it was like a weird, yeah, you're right, though, because I think a bunch of people had dogs named Mabel. <laughs> uh, we're doing great, shoot. We're doing great. We're just talking about Twitch and YouTube and all that shit. So anyways, the main thing. That the reason why I finally decided, and I was thinking a lot about whether or not to move my stream over to YouTube, because then it's just instant content. I don't got to upload anything. Yep. There's shit always going to be on the YouTube channel. The streams are visible on the YouTube yep. channel after they're over, and they don't disappear. Whereas a VOD over here, that shit's gone after two weeks. If you're a partner, you get 90 days, but it still disappears. Right. Um, that doesn't happen on YouTube. Um, but for as much of a positive as that is for a lot of people... That's a negative for us because of the fact that we're shooting sketches. Oh, I, I fucking knew I was going to end up Should having to do a kickflip Should put fucking socks tonight. on, brother. All right, I'm not wearing socks, but we'll do a kickflip. Shit, does Chet got to move? No, you don't got to move. Chet's not moving. I'm going to do a sockless kickflip. Sockless kickflip. You understand how difficult that is, a sockless kickflip? That's like trying to... F not as difficult as you think. I'm just trying to sell it, brother. And I got to go until I land it. That's the deal. That's the deal. Ah. Fucking close. I'm going to get better at these because of chat, and that's the idea. Damn. I might have to put socks on. These things are sliding. Ah. Fucking close. Man, the longer it takes, the more embarrassing it gets. Why am I not flicking? I'm not leveling. Oh, it was there. That was flawless execution. He said he's not leveling. So if you can't hear him, he said he's not leveling. He's also not wearing socks right now. So he's dealing with a lot of fucking oh, obstacles, but nothing that he couldn't overcome. Right. No obstacle is overcomable. You can come over any obstacle. Don't let those obstacles get in your way. Just come over them. And thanks for the 200 biddies, 250 biddies for the kickflip. And I'm really looking forward to doing some color commentary on that the next time someone does that. Because I dropped the ball. It should have been. You were doing good. You were doing great. At the end, I picked it up. Thank you. You did yeah. great. That was a good kickflip. So as I was saying. What were you all saying? All of the streams oh, yes. being okay. on YouTube after the fact is a negative for us. Yes. Because part of the whole thing is having the studio audience effect on Twitch. True. And we have that built in right now. So it's easier to kind of do it. Whereas if we went to YouTube. We could get there again, but it would be like 
like what I did when we put everything in on Vegas. I still had time to do streams, and mm -hmm. I chose not to. Mm -hmm. And now I'm just getting back to where I should have been. At that point, I can only imagine having to go to another place and restart. Well, it's also the workflow. We've got it. You know, we well, find yeah, it took us a workflow. while. It took yeah. us a while to figure out the workflow, and now yes. we've got a comfortable workflow where and we stopped using drugs. We stopped using drugs. <laughs> that also happened. Um, but yeah, part of the thing is right now um, we are really scraping by on the channel that this money makes as far as covering the bills that are pertaining to the business. Yep. So we can't fully switch over to YouTube if we wanted to until I find a way to supplement that. Um, Twitch takes such a big cut though. Feels like anywhere we're gonna go though, where we're gonna have to deal with that. Not well, they take a much smaller cut everywhere else on the internet. OnlyFans takes a smaller cut. Everybody takes a smaller cut. Twitch takes the biggest cut. You know, Twitch takes the biggest. Twitch cut probably of has any the most hoes out of all those pimps, though. Uh, no, they don't. YouTube for sure. Well, then they understand the, that bottom bitch theory. That you here's make the that thing: bitch why work. it's not set in stone yet. Dual platform streaming is a thing, but I hate watching dual platform streamers because you have to have a chat program that shows you the chat for both streams. Otherwise, you get a lot of the streamer talking to the other chat and you have no context for what questions they're answering or what they're talking about or anything like that. Um, and, and chat boxes are annoying and generally just take away from what you're trying to do anyways. So. Yeah, yeah. I really prefer... A very you can't tell now because we got all this shit running up. But I prefer a minimalistic design. Yeah. Personally, I like just the bare minimum that you can have on screen. Just the streamer, the game, maybe a logo. That's it. That's my favorite shit. That's all I want to see. I don't care about all the other stuff on the side or anything like that. I don't need a chat box because I've I can read chat. Um, so you don't need like something that says like most recent subscriber or. Yes. You know. I, I mean I had that whole thing, but it's like people don't care to see their name down there. No, oh, yeah, totally. Well, I mean, yes and no. I'm sure there's. I'm kind of the opposite. Like, I feel that. Mm -hmm. I like the more minimalistic one. I don't necessarily like like outlines of streamers, and it's like fucking lightning bolts go off the side of it every now and then. I'm cool with that, but I do appreciate so like, especially when it's not something that's a fucking template. If it's yeah, so as I say, if it's original, if let it's me let me let thing, me clarify I because I did just change. The look of my stream to where I am in a little TV with yeah. TV static See, in the but corner. That's different. But that's, that's not theming. A yeah, that's yeah. the theming for the channel. Um, so if there's cool theming for the channel and you can work that in, if you have an idea for what the theme for your overall channel is, yeah, that's cool. But otherwise, the worst. Otherwise, just put your fucking face on the thing and play the goddamn game and let us watch it. Yeah, when the worst is when someone subs and it comes into the middle of the screen with a ridiculous animation, and all that. Yeah. But Unless you sub to my channel and it's Porno Paul and he goes, <laughs> that's why it we took just me have four the, days to make that. We gift. just have the dinner. It's like that's quick and easy. It's identifiable because it's our sound. I think I copied it because I'm pretty sure if you subscribe, it's the coach chat. Like, uh, the dun, dun. yeah, but that's you know that's the good way to do it as opposed to having some kind of random sound that yeah. everybody else has or the same random gif. You'll hear the same sounds on every channel because everybody's got Streamlabs. Yep, yep. Or stream the elements. fucking papers, like, unfolding or something. That or, yeah, <laughs> or you'll see the fucking zombie doing the little thing on the screen. Oh, yep, yep. That's another one. Um, Whack. But staying on Twitch works for us right now because we need the little bit of money we're getting. Eventually, we can move people over to Patreon. When the new show launches, when the sketch comedy show launches in December on 12-21. 21. 
12, 21, 21. 12, 21, 21, 21. Um, at that point, we have something to offer people through Patreon. So we do have a Patreon. It's not fully active yet. And when you subscribe to us on Patreon, we get all of that for the most part, 92% versus 50%. So if Beautiful. you sign up for $5 on Patreon, we get more money and we get something to offer you guys because the sketches that go up on YouTube – are going to be edited, not like, I mean, they're all edited in the sense Before that. Before 10. Yeah, but bleeps. You get bleeps, all right? YouTube. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you are pretty uptight. YouTube monetization likes things to be clear cut, um, you know, clean cut, excuse me. Uh, so those are going to be bleeped. Um, and if you subscribe through the Patreon, you get everything unedited. You also get longer sketches. You'll get early access. So there's a whole list of things that we can offer as additional service that warrants signing up through Exclusives? Patreon. Exclusives, yes. Yeah, Exclusives. Cool. You know, all, all that type of stuff. That makes it a lot easier to warrant having something, you know, because YouTube, like I said, people are already, you know, they're used to not paying for the product on YouTube. Right. You're used to making the money through ads on YouTube. Um, so that's why we do the Patreon thing, and I think it offers more value than a Twitch sub. And when we can eventually get enough people over on Patreon that we're consistently covering what little bit that we're covering right here, yeah, then we can demonetize the Twitch channel. So, that like is you said, goal. the end game is like yes, using yes, that's exactly what yeah, that's exactly what I'm saying. Nightwinds is that you have the place to put it, the edited product on YouTube. You have the live studio audience effect on Twitch, but what I really want to get to is demonetizing the Twitch channel so that people don't have to worry about ads. Because the bottom line is that an ad is a pain in the ass to me. It's a pain in the ass more so to the viewer. I get almost nothing from those ads. Nothing. Yeah, it's like fucking Spotify payments yeah, for artists. The, yeah, the, the money you make on ads is minimal. Uh, and if I could convert Twitch subs to Patreon users so that they're getting added value from their sub, they're paying the same price, we're seeing more of that money, that's better for everybody. And then on top of that, you demonetize the Twitch channel. Nobody's got to worry about the stupid fucking pre-roll ads every time they come in if they're not a sub. Those aren't the pre-rolls we fucking want. Not at all. So that makes it a little bit easier to cover all of the platforms. We've got TikTok. If you guys have TikTok, we're doing a lot of shit on TikTok We're going to do a day. TikTok. We should do it, yeah, just like yeah, the homies. Where's that say that? Yeah, that? Do, yeah, right there. Don't um, leave without doing it for yeah, the gram. Yeah, we should do a couple TikToks, too. For we'll sure. see what sounds are popping, and then we're going to act like old men on TikTok. Hell, yeah. <laughs> but, you know, so we're, we're covering every platform as much so as we can right now, and we're doing a really good job at staying consistent. We haven't overextended ourselves yet. Um, by the time this channel by the time the, the super show launches in december we're 12 weeks worth of content in the can at that point like we don't have we'll continue producing at the same rate yeah and then we don't have to worry about ever being behind even if we have to take a week and off there's gonna be like health. at least a week worth of just garbage chat shit that never really sees the day of light the on top day of, of that. light yeah the day of light <laughs> well that's see that's the type of shit that you'll get on patreon stuff that maybe isn't going to be in the super show or shit that got cut short in the super show or shit that was just too fucking weird for youtube <laughs> yeah there's plenty of that shit plenty so we've got all that going on and uh, like i said i thought a lot about switching from twitch to youtube but the bottom line is that it works better for us to have this be the bottom of our funnel if you've ever seen a fucking marketing funnel, 
you know that the thing that is least effective is at the bottom, or the thing that you want to funnel people through is to the bottom. Right. You know, one if you're a big enough fan of what we're doing, then you just can't fucking wait until the next episodes come out. You can come to Twitch and watch us produce them live. But that shit's going to disappear, as it should, yep, just like as, we needed yep, to. One time. Yeah, it's like going to a show. You, you go to a show, you don't get to record that shit and watch it over and over. Yeah. Like You got to wait until it comes on TV. Yeah, shut the fuck up. You want to watch it over and over, you better record that shit. The check cut. <laughs> the check cut. I like that, too. I noticed that. I, I have very big fans of the check cut. Appreciate it, Night Wins. You can uh, you can check out the check cut if you just tweet about it enough. Mm. Check cut. Check cut. <laughs> yeah, you just got to tweet. Uh, you tweet Zack Snyder. Yep. For $200 on Patreon, I'm trying to see the studio live shit, bros. We're also going to start... We have to remember but we need to start when we're just fucking around setting up a phone camera or a camera somewhere and just rolling until we get a fucking cameraman that can follow us around because i think we would benefit from behind the scenes content on instagram oh maybe that phone i use for my camera when i'm not streaming we could i could like empty it Mm -hmm. it'd be like 32 gigs of shit we could just yeah i mean we could use the dslr but it randomly shuts off on yeah that's the thing the phone and the phone the audio that's another thing i was thinking we should why don't we why aren't we rec- when we do the shit we mm-hmm. should do backup audio just to be safe every single time for sure yeah and i'll just use my phone that would work yeah cuz like there's no real hum or anything down no, here yeah, we're like, pretty we're pretty sound safe because yeah. those panels we got the the fucking panels that are all foam like can here. you guys hear my chair squeaking I, I don't think they could but that would be one thing that would pick up just because it would be a noise that exists within mm-hmm. but still yeah we should that would be a big thing that would help because I, I don't know about you, that shit stresses me out. What, the audio thing? I know that shit yeah. stresses oh, you, you out. Know I couldn't believe sh- you didn't react in a very outwardly anger way when I told you. I'm like, hey, man, I think our fucking audio is fucked I, up no, last night. I did, I did, but I held, I contained myself oh, very I was like, well. I, after I said it, I'm, I'm like, like dude, I, I went through it all. I went through mm. it all, and then finally I was like... No, this is a small problem. This is a minor problem. And when this problem gets fixed, it will no longer be a problem. Yeah. Calm the fuck down. Because that was my first thing was like, oh, my God, dude. I'm done shooting live fucking sketches. I'm only going to shoot it and watch the takes. I can't fucking handle this shit anymore. And then I'm like, that is just a gross overreaction. Yeah, but I, after I was like, I, yeah, I was like, fuck, I shouldn't. I should have, like, told him or let him figure it out. I don't know if I should have told him that. Well, yeah, I mean, I was going to figure it out. Yeah, I figured I might as well just get it I was going to figure it out. But, yeah, it was like one of those things where the audio was cutting out ever so slightly for no fucking discernible reason. It's okay. <laughs> and and I, that's why part of the reason why our next goal is the shotgun mic. Shotgun mic. Um, because our the way that we have to mic up the rooms um, is a pain in the ass. The lavalier mics, the little, you know, the little fucking mics like that. Lapel um, mics. The lapel mics interfere with each other. So we have had audio problems um, consistently. Unrelenting. Yeah, it's been a serious pain in the ass. Which sucks, we were rappers. Yeah, yeah, The fuck is wrong with us? Improv Night, for example, is rough editing their whole sketches. Yes, the boomstick style one, yeah. There's actually, not that I'm trying to plug you guys to do it, but if, if you want to see it, it's in the fucking chat. There's a, I've got an Amazon whore. Oh, yeah. I've got an Amazon whore panel now where it's like, hey, if you like us and you want to suck our dick, we'll whip you can it out. buy us a $250 microphone. Looks <laughs> <laughs> well, like that one dude who tried to cut in line of egg slut. But yeah, right now, everything, everything we make from this channel gets put back into this channel. We're making about roughly like 116 
to $130 a month right now, and that covers the internet bill and my Adobe Cloud bill. So as soon as we get a little bit, you know, as soon as we start to get a little bit more traction, we end up having the ability to upgrade more things. We need new cameras. These cameras are shit. I'm, we're constantly fucking dealing with camera issues. Look at Chet. Look at him dithering. Look at me. And it's making me uglier. I'm not even this bad looking. Yeah. So, and then the microphone things is number one because microphone problems we can't really fucking deal with. Like, yeah. you can't fix microphone problems in post. I need 32 gigabytes of RAM because After Effects is a whole monster. I got a whole computer on my stream from Amazon Wishlist. Never underestimate. Goddamn. How many people did you have to show your Yeah, we're though? we're working really hard on the social networking thing, though. Twitter has never been something that I'm good at, and I've been consistent on Twitter. I need to get better on Instagram, but I have been putting a bunch of shit on Instagram. I just don't think about photos and stuff like that. We yeah. need to get a makeup artist to come make us pretty and do a shoot for Instagram. Yeah, we do. Like, literally. Well, do we a got, fashion we, week. Yeah, we could. No, let's do, like, a fucking, uh, we could do, like, an old school, like, Kmart photo shoot here. We could do that. Like hands on the shoulders and shit. Like we one, could do that. Like one of these poses. Damn it! You should make the camera so that one is like a giant head, and then the other is just. Oh, do you know what? Never mind. This is off topic. Way too yeah. off topic. But anyways, um, I think it's gonna be a lot easier to to get the socials rolling after, and it sounds like you want to get everything rolling so that everybody is ready for the first season, and we've got a bunch of viewership for the first season. I don't think that's going to be the case. I think that the viewership for the first season is going to be around, you know, like maybe 20 views an episode at the most. Um, but that's going to pick up throughout the course of the year as yeah. we network people because that shit is, like I said, evergreen content. That's always going to be good. It's always relevant. People can always watch it, and it's always going to be funny. Fuck yeah. So at, at, the, at the gates, it's not going to help us on YouTube, but... Having that content to advertise is going to give us more to put on Instagram, more to put on YouTube, more to or put on Twitter, right. you know, so on and so forth. So when it actually fucking gets rolling, I think it's going to be easier to keep the socials going because right now, like, I'm limited to my own interests in social media. So it's like all I'm fucking interacting with yeah. are other streamers yeah, who are it's also hard trying to get, out to get to the people. trending. Yeah, it's like I'm either acting, I'm either talking to other streamers who are also trying to find viewers. Yep. I'm either talking or I'm talking to professional wrestling marks or I'm talking to fucking UFC fans. Right. So it's like that's not really the best social media plan, but I'm still figuring Twitter out. <laughs> Twitter also is kind of in, like dependent on uh, your actual, like, you know popularity oh dude for sure we yeah we should definitely do that we should do a christmas card for subs yes i completely agree send us all your addresses <laughs> yeah right now that'd be a, that'd be good actually christmas cards for subs would be kind of fun yeah it'd be super fun i maybe fuck around and throw a little doodle in a couple of them make oh, them worth yeah. money yeah yeah definitely actually our christmas card is going to be an nft <laughs> yep, it's gonna be. It's uh, yeah, it's an NFT, and we're. Uh, do you not? Well, how do you make those? You you don't make them. You mint are they just them. PNGs? You don't, all right, it's fancy. Are they just like PNG it's fancy. files? You don't that... make them. You mint them. All right. What do you? What are they? Because like I saw one, it was like NFTs are about to change, and it was just like SpongeBob skeleton. <laughs> I did not get them. Non fungibles. Fungible. Fungibles. Fungible. Oh, it's fungible. No, it's fungible. Cause you gotta funge it. No, you gotta fung it. I fung it up. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's fung it. It's like fungent sound in Seattle. 
<laughs> he's like, I'll, I'll, he's going to send. Where Which one getting? is it, though, really? What? 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 Fungus? Or, uh, I have no idea. I'm just going fungible. fungible? Uh, that sounds funnier to me. Yeah. Well, what was the other thing I was saying wrong? Encephalopathy? Encephalopathy? Yeah, well, what, encephalopathy. What is the, encephalopathy. <laughs> Something like that. Encephalopathy. <laughs> You'll encephal- fucking do it. Send us all your addresses yep. and your security codes and the last four digits of your social. And yes. I will get you the most amazing shit for Christmas. Matter of fact, just take a picture of your uh, debit card, both sides, and send it to me. In your address. All the other things, too. Send it. Send it. <laughs> so <clears throat> that's basically where we're at with pushing things on socials and shit like that. I know that was a little bit more disjointed. We got off track that's like right, eight though. times So do you there. think... It's okay. That helps me think better anyways. Helps me organize what the fuck we just talked about in my brain. Do you think we could make special live items on the YouTube in the meantime? Like have a special broadcast where... Like, should I do generic rap videos live on my YouTube channel? That's what I'm asking you, actually. On your, I don't think that there's any benefit to to picking to streaming on YouTube if you're not like deciding to stream on YouTube. But like for the like, like if I made generic rap videos, how I used to make them, but just set it up to do it live, and then I would just do it on Twitch. You think so? Yeah, I would just do it on Twitch because you want it. Like I said, we want to touch all the platforms. That's, then the thing is, Twitch is it's in its own little bubble. It's in its own fucking corner. So, so is Twitch the thing at the bottom of the marketing yes, funnel? Yes, okay. Twitch is at the bottom because what you because what it is is it's like you you don't just want to be part of a live studio audience of any show. You know what I'm saying? Like you're not just like oh I'm in town I'll go see fucking yeah, Big gave, Bang Theory. They gave free tickets away to WCW. Uh, PPV in Canada and six thousand people chose not yeah. to come yeah. for free. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You want people to want to see that show live. Yeah, and that is why it's at the bottom of the funnel because they've already discovered the show. They think it's great. They've seen the other shit, and now oh, okay. they want to see how the sausage that makes is made. sense. Yeah, you that know, that makes sense. So yeah, yeah, that does make sense. So wait though, I have another question about the funnel then. Uh, in this, in the case of like X Men or Ninja Turtles, something mm-hmm. like that. Which is kind of off topic, but I'm just curious. What's at the bottom of that funnel? Is it the toys? Or yes. Is it, it's the toys. Yes, it's the merchandising. Because that's what you want. You you have to get them in the door with the show or the comic or whatever. Yeah. Or you get them, you know, vice versa. The show or the comic, and then they get to the comic or the show. You know, whichever but that. But the most important thing they want in is that the merchandise. Is the toys. Star Wars wasn't the biggest property of all time because it was the biggest movie of all time. Right. Even though it was a very big movie. Because otherwise, it was because Avatar Star Wars was the first movie back then to really merchandise. That is one of the first films to have tons of action figures and all kinds of other shit. And the company the, that produ- you know that produced the films or whatever didn't even realize how much money they were leaving on the table by letting George Lucas keep the rights to all of that shit. Suckers. So, so George didn't make all of his fucking riches off of the Star Wars films. He made it's it the off toys. of merchandise. Yes. Yeah, interesting. Yes. That's why they were the X-Men films were like one of the first departures from that because they didn't make toys for those films. Nope. People are like, what the fuck are you doing? You don't have a fucking thing hooked up with Burger King or, or McDonald's to have glass <laughs> right? cups? And now, obviously, that's the whole fucking thing because it's all in Disney now. So that's well, it Disney always knows. was. Yeah, Disney. WB started it with Batman merchandising. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, that's that shit's been like that for you know. Well, yeah, it's always you know, been like that. That's yeah, just yeah. a good example of when it peaked. It was when Batman was hoard the fuck out. Because even the if point you where... watch, um, if you watch, uh, 
the toys we grew up with or whatever. Yeah, on, I do. I on, love that shit. Yeah, on uh, on Netflix, they talk about all that. Like yeah. they'll talk about He Man and they'll talk about Ninja Turtles. Where I they're like, the we're one, trying but... to. They're like, we're trying to create something that just goes to a toy. Like we're trying to create well, a toy not, not, that gets. That it we does get a work like from, that, but yeah. a lot of times it's like people just being creative and these people are approached by marketing people. Like I can market this and make a ton of fucking money if you just. Give oh, it to absolutely. Me. But that's I'm just saying that's where the money that's where the money is really made. Is oh yeah yeah merchandising. merchandising for sure. And if you go back and watch those episodes, you see lots of them talk about, you know, it comes from a TV show or it comes from, you know, it comes from something else. There were a couple that went the reverse order, though. Like, you know, My Little Pony Yeah, that episode. was super good. Yeah, that the one was little, super good. Yeah, I did watch that one. Yeah, the My Little Pony episode, that's a great example of that. Because they had some big clunky fucking thing. Yeah, and not only that, but it became such a big thing as a toy that it turned into a show and, you know, and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah. So it's not like it always goes in that order, but it generally goes in that order. Yeah. Well, Batman, I think, with the movies, originally they were at the bottom of that funnel. The movies were? Yeah. And then when they saw the merchandising, the second one was like, oh, man, we got to clean this shit up because we're going to do... That, I feel like that's a little bit different because it's so old. Like it, like the show came. You know, the the Adam West show was yeah, like yeah. way. You know, yeah, but yeah. but by that time, I feel like Batman was already pretty well ingrained in pop culture before he had his movies. So it's like probably was seen as the bottom of the funnel yeah, for Batman are. because Batman was already well established. So they thought they the movie really was the bottom of the funnel. Toys for Batman like that back then? I don't know how I don't I know how stuff worked in the nineties. That yeah, you but know, I, that's all to... predicated on how Batman did. Yeah, yeah, I'd have to. Ch- they they probably did. They probably had toys. There was Superman Batman, and Batman. There toys was and little stuff. Michael Keaton Batman toys. I do remember those. Yeah, for sure. I remember those. I was just saying from like they probably had them by that point. Like I'm, they had like Didn't the Adam West Batman. It? They probably had toys for. Do you think so? I I, I mean I don't I don't Someone know for sure. Someone look that up and just let us know. We're just curious. Making me miss Mighty Max. Yeah. What's yeah? Mighty Google Max? it. What, I don't. What was what's Mighty Max? Mighty Max. Is that a mouse? No, that sounds like a show. Yeah, wasn't it a mouse? No, that, my, that's I have Mighty shit Mouse. reception down here. Mighty Mouse is my... Yeah, I like Mighty Mouse. Trading cards? Trading cards. See, I never... It was like Boys Polly Pocket. I remember that. Yeah, they were these little fucking... Yeah, I had I, I had some Mighty Max shit. Are those Mighty like Max you stick them to sure. the bathroom, uh, the wall in the bathroom? No, and... it was like Polly Pocket. Like a... No, Flush that's light? a pocket. That's a different pocket. Flush, okay. <laughs> <laughs> no, it was like I remember McDonald's having split toy meals where the boys got Mighty Max and the girls got Polly Pocket. Oh. Hmm. So it was one of those type of deals. Interesting. I mean, I kind of remember that, but I don't really remember that. They were just micro machine people. I definitely don't fucking remember that. Micro machines were the shit. I don't even know. I just thought you were using... No, micro machines were just fucking tiny fucking matchbox cars, like even smaller. Like Oh, yeah, yeah. Like the little, little tiny I guess ones. I knew these things. I just didn't... I didn't know the names of these things. I loved micro machines mostly because... And again, this is another interesting funnel thing because micro machines toys were the start of it, but I really fell in love with the micro machines video games. Because it was like a video game for like Sega Genesis or Super Nintendo where the cars are so small that the racetracks are like a classroom or like a bathroom. Oh, interesting. And yeah, and like the, you know, it, it, the tracks were like lined by pencils and erasers and like That's different tight. cool shit like that. Are you going to play that fucking Hot Batman Wheels game? Batman figurines popped onto the scene in the mid-60s. I probably, oh, yeah. I, okay, so yeah, that's yeah, yeah. Adam Which West. Which would have been around Adam West, yep. Mm-hmm. Yep. It was yeah, it was a little thing you would open up. Yeah, part of you would, it would be like a tiny little fucking shell that would be like the mad that would be like the the Max logo, 
and then you would open it up and there's a little whole world in there for him to play in because he's a little tiny dude. I'll have to see a photo. I'm sure it'll bring it back, but it's not doing my brain's not helping me out. You remember Polly Pocket though? No. Damn. I'm you know what? I should also clarify that I'm much more likely to know a lot of this shit because I worked at Toys R Us for half a decade. And I'm should say that I'm I would usually always in my own world, so the things I like are what I like and I have no idea what's going on outside of it. <laughs> I don't know why I've always been like that. I like certain things, but then things that happened in pop culture during my life during my life I don't have any Yeah, I missed the R Zone. What was I looking up? Mighty Max. It was an animated series. I wonder okay, if it so started I, I, as an animated I series. I can kind of see the art style. I remember it. Cause no, it just Toy looks, Line was first. It looks like some Disney shit. Yes. Yeah, oh, I do remember those. Wow, those were Mighty Max. Okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, those were cool as fuck. Yeah, dude, I missed the R-Zone at Toys R Us. I remember Mom always used to drop shit on me like when we were there. You know, so was, I was never expecting it. She was really good at that. Yeah. And I remember looking at fucking Dreamcast games. And specifically, I was looking at Fantasy Star Online, and I was like, a huge Fantasy Star fan is an RPG. Um, and I was like, man, I wish I had a Sega Dreamcast. And then I look over, and Mom's got one in the cart, and I'm like, hell no! So it's wait, happening! So wait, it was an online game for the Dreamcast? Yes, Dreamcast was so far ahead of its time that Dreamcast had... I remember it had, had an Ethernet port. Yes, and this was the one of the first games to take, to ah, take advantage cool. of. Cool, I didn't fucking know that. I think they made those same type of things, but with X-Men toys. Bro. Fantasy Star was super awesome. My first, it, it wasn't my first RPG. I think that my, it's tough. I think that my first RPG might have been Chrono Trigger. And then afterwards, I ended up going back because we had a Sega Master System. And I played Fantasy Star 1 and 2 for the original Sega system. Um... But yeah, Dreamcast was so fucking far. Of, yeah, Dreamcast was so far ahead of its time that it basically failed just because people couldn't fathom it. Yeah, uh, just people, you know, online games weren't there yet. Um, you know, not Man, all the I way. I think they played. I think I fucked. I think you could play fucking 2K online on a Dreamcast. Yeah, and one of the other things that was really, really hurting them was um, was pirating. They had yeah, no anti-pirating. Yeah, they had no anti-pirating. You could just fucking burn any game on a regular yep. ass disc. That and was it how worked. I had Crazy Taxi. I had, dude. Crazy Taxi was the first game that, that shit was lit. Crazy Taxi was the first game that I can think of all the way back where I was like, that was when I realized the difference between sixty FPS and thirty FPS. When I was like, why is Crazy Taxi and Virtua Fighter so much smoother than Virtua everything? Virtua Fighter, fuck. Yeah, it was like so much smoother than everything, and it's because it was in 60 FPS. And I was like, mm. I didn't, I didn't know that's what it was at the time, but yeah. as a kid, that was me realizing like there's something different about Crazy Taxi than other games I've seen. Right, it's, it's so smooth. Yeah, it looked. It, you played the arcade version way yeah. back in the day. It looked just like yeah, that. Yeah, did. Yeah, it did. Resident Evil Code Veronica. I never ended up actually playing that while it was on Dreamcast. Yeah. But I was a big Resident Evil fan. Resident Evil was the first game I saw on the PlayStation played in front of me, and it was my first experience with enjoying horror. I didn't scary enjoy that shit. shit. It scared the fuck. Yeah, like, my homies shit. all loved it. I was like, I'm good. 
Call me when you play Sonic or uh, Marvel vs. Capcom. <laughs> scary I'll come shit back. always fucking scared the hell out of me. Scary movies. I was not down for that shit when I was young. I like those. The game I was not. I didn't fuck with Resident Evil. It just literally the, scared me. The first time I saw Resident Evil played was the first time that I saw something scary that I could not take my eyes off of. That as much as I didn't want to know what happened next, I have to know what like happened. The car next. crash factor. Kind yes, of. yes. It was like the first thing. Where I was like, I don't like this. This is making me uncomfortable. But what's what's gonna happen? Like I I can't turn away. Right. Whereas usually, like I remember a fucking formative fucking memory for me was me like peeking around the corner when my mom thought she was asleep and she's watching the movie Congo, and they throw a mm. dude's eyeball with the ret with the fucking the yeah all the, the detachable thing yeah with little... all the shit still attached and it just hits there and it was the grossest thing and my ass was like nope going to bed <laughs> like nope I can't fucking do this shit it terrified the fuck out of me seeing that eyeball with the tendon still attached to it yeah and I never I could I think not it's called an optic shit. cord the optic cord so it's got a weird word like that yeah I I after that I was like nope no scary shit I didn't I literally from the time from the time I saw Congo. Till the time I saw Resident Evil, I was like, nothing scary for me. Nothing. I don't really... Re- I liked horror movies, but I don't know how old I was. And I'd, I'd, I remember watching The Shining with my babysitter, and they covered my eyes when the lady was in the tub. Mm. And then I finally saw it like later, and it literally scared me, and I didn't watch horror movies for a long I time. I remember watching Rocky Horror Picture Show, and my aunt covered my eyes when the dude hit Meatball with the fucking axe or something like that as he pulled off on a motorcycle. I, don't, never... I haven't seen that movie in long enough to not know if that's the right scene, if I'm recalling that from memory. but I should watch that. I remember because... my aunt fucking covered my eyes. And then immediately when 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 that scene was over, my uncle was like, "Got to see it again, replay." <laughs> <laughs> Thanks, Uncle Jerry. Uncle Jerry's the shit. <laughs> Dude, see if they have X Men versions of those. Just X-Men. type in Mighty Men and then X Men. Because I swear I had one. It was they, like it was one of those things where everything had something. Tur- like yeah, that. Okay. yeah. It was it, it it was the style of the time. I swear I had like a Genosha in a box. Genosha in a box. Nightmare on Elm Street around the same time by the babysitter and just kind of rolled with it since. That's legit. Oh, I had that toy box in the corner was my shit. Professor X in the wheelchair was the fucking bomb. Was it this one? I don't know. You can't open it up and see. Honestly, I feel like it might have even came from McDonald's. It's like four or something stupid, right? And I, I was overprotective of my kid. Unfortunately, my son decided to move with his mom, so he's living in South Carolina. The first time that he's lived away from me his whole life. And it's like I got to get accustomed to a different parroting style because he's like, Dad, I saw Rambo and it was awesome. And I'm like, oh, word, Rambo won? That's sweet. He's like, no, nah, Rambo from 2008. And I was like, Jesus Christ, what the fuck? People's heads are exploding and shit. Oh, I don't know. Like, dude, if you haven't seen Rambo 2008, it is one of the most brutally violent movies ever. Interesting. I so have... I was like, in my head, I'm like, what the fuck are they letting him do out there? And then I'm like, oh, wow, that's real cool, buddy. <laughs> that's I mean, awesome that's a good one <laughs> i tried to watch uh spawn with christian mm-hmm. he was like pretty not too long ago he couldn't do it it fucked him up yeah like if spawn spawn that's crazy remember how shitty spawn spawn was? is really bad i guess really bad spawn is really bad i i know that they're Maybe redoing it, it. it would be nice to get a real legit rated r spawn michael jai white should definitely come back too maybe He's good. He's been in lots of shit yeah, recently. Yeah, he's been but solid. He's not, he he can do lots of shit, but I don't know if he can hit the same emotional tones that you could get from another actor that might be unknown. Especially. No, you're right. He was. I mean, he was good in that. 
Zack Snyder movie, but he was really one-dimensional. Yeah, I think that you can, and I think that Spawn's a very emotional story, and you can get some good... What's Spawn's real name? Fuck, I don't remember. Really? Yeah. Al Simmons. Al Simmons. I knew... Because he, like, the... named him after somebody, and the dude was pissed. Like, you named Al... Like, he worked... Todd McFarlane worked with someone named Al Simmons. What's that? And so, like, he named... I was named... going to say Farouk? He named... No, Ron Simmons, yeah. Yeah, that'd be tight if Farouk played Spawn, though, and then the there Spawn mask came There is a Spawn reboot off. coming. I yeah. thought I heard about Jamie that. Jamie Foxx, isn't yeah. it? Jamie Foxx is, like, so hit or miss. Jamie Foxx can absolutely so pull it off, but if he decides to phone it in... Todd McFarlane's pretty hit or miss, too. It's a match made in heaven. I really only saw the show more so than the comic. The you know, show I, was I, good as fuck, Yeah, though. the show was super good, yeah. The movie was good. I, I went and saw the movie the first day it came out, and I was I like remember I had the fan. mom. I had mom rent the movie. I loved the movie, for sure. I but, own it, but it looks like shit. Yeah, it's, it did not age well, for John sure. Leguizamo knocked it out the park. Yes, he did. It was but really John good. John Leguizamo, I, I, I'm a total Leguizamo yeah. stan. Like, there's not, like... Mom, the first comedy special I ever saw was John Linguizamo's stand-up special on HBO, and I mm. was so like we were we I think we had a room at the Holodome, like it was some cool shit that we were doing, and Mom wanted Here. to watch yes, and Mom wanted to watch the John Linguizamo special like as a family, and I remember thinking like how is this so, like how am I laughing so hard? At just a guy with a microphone, like I couldn't. That was your wrap, first real yes, one, like yes, that. Yes, yes. Interesting. Ra- I couldn't wrap my head head around how just a man talking was so funny to me, and that was John Linguizamo the first. How time. old were you? Um, I, let's see when it came out, because that'll. So have you ever seen like any Richard Pryor stand up? Not at that point, no. I have now, no, but okay. I hadn't at the I hadn't at the time. He was in a bunch of. He was in Superman and a bunch of other movies I liked when I was a kid. So we would like listen to Richard Pryor. Ninety eight. Wow, you were older then. Okay. Yeah. 98. I was like 11 years old. That's a super fucking popular stand-up uh, show, though. Free? Like him. Yeah, that that one did really fucking good. He's got. He's one of those dudes that's got all the energy on stage, too. He's jumping around. He's very active. Yeah. So for a kid, that's you know that's easy to cue in Yeah, on. no doubt. You know, but yeah, John, Ling- John Linguizamo was for sure the first stand-up comedian I saw do a stand-up that I was like, this is awesome. This is great. Um, yeah, he's fucking So I awesome. loved him, and, and I had already known him. You know, I think that's probably how Mom pitched him. It was like, it's Luigi. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I forgot. Mom probably pitched him as it's Luigi. I wonder if he was in anything else I had seen up to that point. And you were like 10? I would have been 11, probably. 11? That's like 10, the perfect age to fucking convince your kids to watch something by lying to them. Or by, like, coercing them into it by right? some yeah, other yeah, connection. Yeah. Yeah, it would have just been. That would have probably been the only thing I'd seen him in at that point. He when did you see Tu Wong Fu? Huh? Did you ever see Tu Wong Fu? I don't think so. It's him, Wesley Snipes, and Patrick Swayze. Oh no! Yeah, yeah, I know which one that is. Really? No, I did not see movie. that. I didn't see that one. Um, for sure. See, he had already. He was already a good dramatic actor yep. at that point too. When he was Benny Blanco was such a great character in Carlito's way, but I didn't know about that. He was great in fucking. Romeo and Juliet too. He was a terrorist in Die Hard too. Yeah, but just like for, for a, a second. second. Yeah, that's just for a second. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, what? Yeah, I think that might have been. You know, you're doing well if you got to have a second Wikipedia page for your for your filmography. Yeah, that for sure was the only thing I had seen him in at that point. I didn't know he was in Carlitos. No, way. Spawn. I, I probably seen Benny Spawn Parker. at that point too. So I probably saw Spawn and oh, and Romeo and Juliet. You had to have seen that. I hadn't. Yeah, I didn't see that until I, until high school. 
Maybe I didn't either. I didn't until high school, and I wasn't interested in watching it until I found out that I retained the original dialogue. When I found out that I was like, well, I don't want to see a Romeo and Juliet modernized story. Is when I Leo found in out, that? Yeah, that's Leo and, and Kate, Win- not Kate Winslet. Um, Blanchett. Yeah, no. Rose. No, no. I don't fucking, fucking know. It's another, I feel like it's a Kate. I feel like there's a Kate. Claire Danes. Claire Danes. Yep, Claire Danes. Yeah, You're that close. One, I wasn't, yeah, super. It's, it's the same. Yeah, there's an A in there. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's there. There's an E at the end. Yep. Um, yeah, that was the, I didn't actually care to see that movie until I found out they retained the Shakespearean dialogue and then just put it in modern Venice Beach. And yeah. I was like, okay, that's kind of cool. I'll check it out. And I was like, oh, this shit is tight. But I was into Shakespeare at the time I, also. I feel like there was like a pressure from kids to watch that. They are all like, you haven't seen this yet? So I, I was, think I did see it when I was like I was, 10. I was always anti- heartthrob anti-boy band like i was, I was like that Leo. kind of kid so i was like you know like my brother had fucking frosted tips and shit like that i, I was frosted like the anti- i was the antithesis of that basically i was that too at one point but i definitely had frosted tips <laughs> yeah no i was Wait, like click on click on uh just... well it was damn you, you had frosted tips oh yeah dude like Were it you... fucking went down this way my brother down. was actually like listening to insane in the back i didn't listen actively, to NSYNC, though. though that's what i'm like he didn't just have frosted tips he no he he w- he was trying to be a boy band character for sure. Sounds awful. Yeah, but at that point I was already like I said, you know how I, I mean when I fucking met when I met you it was really like this rap sucks and that rap is good. So I was very I was far more opinionated even fucking right. even eight years ago right. than I am now. I where, forgot about that to be honest. You yeah. were kind of like, no, that shit sucks. Yeah. I'm like, what? All right, <laughs> yeah, it, man. Yeah. No, I liked what I liked, and if I didn't like it, it sucks. And that's just oh, not we how... were all like that. Was like that too. I can't lie. I was just like that. I was yeah. like, no, I don't like it, so I don't like it. And it now, sucks. like, not well. Once I once I realized, like, oh damn, I'm an old man. It totally went away. Yeah. Once I realized, like, oh, I'm just hating on young kid shit. This isn't for me. This isn't made for me. It's I not whack. Like, it's like not. I'm not the shit. target market. You know, I like. I'm not the target market, but I'm like, I'm cool. I'm hip. Uh, yeah. I don't really. Every once in a while, I, it's all like I said. Like we had this conversation one time where you're like, no, you're trying to explain to me why something's good, and I'm like, I don't know how to explain it, man. It's just my ear hears something and it either likes it or it doesn't. And you're like, personal. Oh, place. okay, that's fair. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, like place. I've heard however many modern rappers, and I have not fucked with it. And then the first time I heard stats from Baby Keem, I was like, yo, who the fuck is this dude? It was an escape video. I was yeah. like, this dude is fucking tight. Yeah, Keem is tight. Keem, and then now he's blowing up way more. Since, you know, since fucking. What that shit with Kendrick came out in his Top new album? Yeah, dude. <laughs> but yeah, every I was like something about his voice, his beat selection, and his voice. The fact that he's like me in the sense that he doesn't like beats that stay as yeah. one beat. He likes beats that switch around completely. And they're kind of like they got like a grittiness to him. I don't know how to explain his beats, but there's like a sonic yes. quality to him that separates them from other mm-hmm. things. Yeah, but that yeah, that's one of those things where it's like I didn't choose to like a new rapper. I just heard that shit and was like. That's tight. That's usually how I stumble upon shit, but my taste is just my taste. Yeah. Like, like, like exactly what you said. My ears, just I'd be hearing shit and be like, I like it. Yeah, it's like, I like it or I don't. But once you get that in your head, once you realize that this shit is all very much just opinions, you know, you can have... There are, there are musical opinions you can have on the skill level of somebody, but you can't have an opinion on whether or not that's good or bad like you can i mean you can have an opinion on it but there's no definition of that you can know that that dude clearly is one of the best guitarists in the world and still not like him but you know 
by the way he's playing that fucking thing, he's one of the best. You so can, you can know Russell Westbrook is one of the best NBA players, but hate the way he fucking plays the game. Exactly. But know it still will result in wins and overall success. I, I've yet to see if it's... It'll, he'll get there. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. Well, but I, I don't I don't like the yeah. way that fucker plays. Now, overall success, I, I've yet to see fully with him because he tends to just bounce around because... No, but he's triple double. Once he lets back, he's just got fucking problems. He's too much like, I got to have my triple double. He's doubles. too alpha. Yeah, he's yeah. too alpha. Fucking really. relax. Yeah, he's too alpha brain. Older love doesn't heart. matter much. Voice and unique flow always catch attention. Yeah, that's, and that's probably what caught me about Keem was the beat selection and his voice. His that's voice. Most of new rappers I like this. They have cool voices. Yeah, that's the one thing. There's more. and But again, you can listen to a new rapper and be like, he is not as lyrically complex as what I used to listen to. The writing that he is doing probably takes him way less time than oh, it yeah. took. And you know, less thought. But at the same time, you know, that's just it's just a different uh, Yeah, that's why I said like you can know that, but you don't have to put everything on the skill level. Yeah, you know? for sure. For that's, sure. And once you get away from it, it's a lot easier to enjoy shit. That's why you listen to people that listen to fucking what is it like the technical metal shit or whatever. Fucking math, math rock. Yeah, math rock that they're like, but listen to the way that he's doing the fucking listen, shit. And you're like, Rush can be tight and I don't need to know it's fucking math rock. You know what I mean? <laughs> Rush is tight. I don't give a fuck that it's math rock. Yeah. Just do it tight. That's all that fucking matters. I yeah, like so it's sh- like you like, get to you know? a point where virtuosity isn't worth a shit. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a good movie when it came out. <laughs> no. No. It was. It was. I know, I know. No, virtuosity. virtuosity and there was another one that was See, really good. That I was, was similar. young enough and it was still was into the, I was still into the UFC big enough at Russell the time Crow. that when Virtuosity came out, I was like, UFC fighters because they run through a cage and a UFC match is going on. And they, oh. during the ending chase of the movie, and I was Wait, freaking out. Wait, it's Virtuosity, it's Russell Crowe and Denzel, right? I don't know if it's Russell Crowe, but I know it's Denzel. I don't remember who the bad guy Isn't was. Isn't it Russell Crowe? Yeah, you'd have better luck. My shit's slow. I thought it was like one of Russell Crowe's first movies. It's Russell Crowe. Yeah. But then there was another movie with Wesley Snipes around this same time. The first movie that I saw, the earliest movie I've seen of Russell Crowe's, I think, is uh, The Quick and the Dead. I never heard of that. Do you remember the Wesley Snipes movie that was kind of like that? Yeah, The Quick and the Dead was the same year. Interesting. It was a Western by uh-huh. Sam Raimi, so it's tight. Hmm. It's yeah. got Sam Raimi's style. It's got just, Gene Hackman. It's got little it boy Leonardo DiCaprio. It's got young Leonardo DiCaprio playing a gunslinging kid. Like, it's got, it's not, I don't like spaghetti westerns so much. Like, my grandpa grew, I grew up spaghetti with Spaghetti westerns. westerns are like what the they were sig- based on. Are like, the spaghetti westerns are like Clint Eastwood westerns and shit mm, okay. from back okay. in the day. The, I grew up with those in my house, and I didn't care for them because I, my grandpa, it was all he fucking watched. Um... But some Gary Sinise is in that shit too. Some yes, yeah. Gary, this that cast is nuts. That cast is nuts. Sharon Stone, Gene Hackman, Russell Crowe, Gary Sinise, Leonardo DiCaprio. It's in, in, and it's directed by Sam Raimi. Never really liked Sam Raimi. Gene too, Hackman. But. I loved. It's, it's but like, I didn't like it when I was a kid. I didn't like. I would wonder how I would feel about it now because I was just kind of product of the things around me and their opinions mm. sam and that's Raimi, why i didn't fuck with it sam raimi's got a very distinct visual style yeah if they're like yeah and i don't like the way a lot of like there's things i, think I that, don't like he that he does i think that that's why i don't like the toby Maguire spider-man movies is because it feels like the studio sapped him of his trademark style in those movies they don't feel like sam they're Raimi not movies. yeah you're definitely right they don't go all the way through like a sam raimi movie there's shots though where it's just like he likes really. He liked composite imagery in a lot of his films. So like, a lot of the Walking Dead, um, Evil Dead, 
long like um shots of distance mm-hmm. you could tell we're just created in a studio and well he does lots of those shots too where it does the super like it yeah. zooms in from super far yeah. all the and way it up drives me fucking i love nuts. that shit. it looks good when he does it with good lighting and spider-man it's pulled off well and it's like wow that is what it could have looked like mm-hmm. i love that shit i love the evil dead movies though that was- i like them i do like them but there's just certain things about how they're made that like there's even in monty python which is not connected whatsoever just visually speaking I was there are a, things they did that pissed me off. I was a kid, and my babysitter put on Army of Darkness, and I thought it was the coolest fucking shit. You know Big J didn't know those existed? What? The original? Yeah. Evil Dead movies? I was like, there's a dude with a chance on his arm. He's like, no, there's not. I'm like, what yeah, the fuck dude. are you talking about? There definitely is, <laughs> that, bro. Yeah, dude, that movie, the new Evil Dead, the remake, very, very well done, though. If you like horror movies, if you like gory horror movies particularly, that newest evil. I really don't like remakes They either. had a talking book in the first couple, didn't they? Yeah. Yeah, that's all. Scary it's all based shit. on the book, you know, like the, the I mean, Necronomicon. Like, yeah, yeah. This is and shit was scary. Yeah, yeah. The the new one, I and like I said, I really don't like remakes. I find them especially if you're remaking something from like the '60s or the '70s, where you can improve a lot of the quality of the film, such itself as in visual sense. I can't think of one off the top. Like of my um, head. the one Jeff Bridges did, uh, True Grit, something like that. Yes, exactly. That you know, like if it's been long enough to warrant a new vision, then that's fine. But if it's just like, hey, this was popular twenty years ago, thirty years ago, let's crank it back yeah. out for nostalgia's sake. Yeah, that's that's a little bit different. So nostalgia I, makes money. Yeah, tons of money. Um, but that's when I saw the Evil Dead remake, and I saw that it was getting reviewed relatively well because I'm a sucker for decent reviews. I'm also I'm I'm one of the I can look at the reviews and pick out whether or not. It's a good movie for me from from reading reviews, and unfortunately, I'm one of those people that agrees with critics most of the time. So it's like I can look at movie reviews and see like what he doesn't like about it is not going to bother me. What he likes about it, that's not my thing either. So like I can still read a movie review and figure out whether or not I'm going to like the movie. Makes sense. I mean, that should be the ultimate goal of a reviewer and a yeah. critic. It's the same thing for video games. Specifically, it's a little bit better with video games because with video games, they'll be saying shit like, oh, like this part isn't cool, this part isn't cool. And it's like, well, that kind of sounds cool to me. You know, like, yeah. you know, like a yeah. lot of that is subjective. And, you know, like, for example, I think the best example recently is fucking uh, that Deathloop game that came out. Yeah. Is getting insane reviews all over the place. I swear like it came out a out long tens. time ago, No, that's it? like just like a month ago. Uh, so they've just been hyping it up for that long, though. Yeah, yeah. But it's gotten great reviews, tens out of tens, and I look at it, and I'm like, it looks good, but what the fuck is this 10 out of t- Like, why is it so revered? I can see the, this is dishonored. It's a it's 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 essentially dishonored as a roguelike, which is one of the, which is when you die you lose everything you keep. Oh you yeah know, yeah yeah. But the more you go in, you know, they did the same thing. The same creators um, made a game called Prey, which is excellent. And I think I remember a little bit about recently. Prey. Yeah. And they did a they did a DLC called Moon Crash, which is essentially them testing the concept for Deathloop. Oh cool. So you know, so Deathloop is a combination of Prey, Moon Crash, and Dishonored Two. Which is a good game, but I look at it, and I'm like, these are all the same powers from Dishonored 2. Like, it looks like Dishonored 2 with a different thing. I, you know, it looks like a good game. looks like a solid 8 out of 10, 8.5 yeah. out of 10, but holy shit, people are acting like it's the best game of the year. Uh, I, Have I they had it? Well, obviously, they've had stuff like that. Yeah, but you, I've watched a couple of different reviewers, and I'm like, okay, he's overselling this, and then you get other people that are like, he's right in the middle. You know, it's right yeah. in the middle. Prey is a great game, though. That one is underrated for sure. 
Is it like you just get together with a couple friends and you kneel down and put your hands together and just ask the Lord for everything you need? No, that's postal. Okay. All right. <laughs> that's postal. That's Grand Theft Auto, actually. That is. Yeah. All right. That's not how I pray, but. Hey. <laughs> but yeah, you get a you get a lot of shit that like you can't really trust reviewers on in general. I just avoid reviews because I like to go in things because they taint how I feel and my perception of things. Where I don't. I like to know whether or not I'm going to be wasting my time, and I like to know whether you know because if I read the review and at first I'm not feeling it. Sometimes I'll be like, yeah, but I can, you know, but it probably picks up. And there's been a lot of times where I've wanted to quit a game and I've been like, but it's gotten such good reviews. And eventually I realized like, oh, this shit is really good, you know, and I've kept playing it because like I'm like spoiler alerts instead of reviews. You know what I mean? Like, I like reviews, but just tell me something that happens in the game so I don't have to play it. And then I will decide. That sounds cool. Oh, yes. Yeah, the opposite. Like, for that's me. how the second I hear a spoiler, you don't like I'm not spoilers, that game. even for movies. No, not at all. I hate spoilers. See, I just have a shit memory, so it's like, that sounds cool, I will play it, and that's all I remember from a spoiler. No, if I hear a spoiler, the chances that I'm watching that movie or playing that game have gone by, like, like I'll get to it eventually. Damn. That's why it took me so long to watch the fucking, to watch any of the, the new Star Wars trilogy, because right away, spoiler alert, right away I found out Han Solo died in the first one, which was supposed to be, like, the big reveal. Once I heard that, I was like, eh... I just was, yeah. Yeah, I know your opinion on Star Wars. We're not here. No, for it's that. not that I hate on it. I just, man, I don't. I think it's just because I, I'm either gonna like something or not, and I don't really like. I don't know. A lot of well, times, if I know, then there's don't matter. If if I know, then there's for me. If I know, there's no point in watching it. Like if I know how the movie's gonna end, why the fuck am I watching the movie? I don't care about the journey. I just don't ever remember spoilers. Oh, I so rem- it's like, hey, tell me the spoiler, and then I'm like, that sounds tight. No, I get. I, and then I go watch the movie, and I'm like, when the thing happens, I'm like, oh, they it, did I, tell me that was I will gonna look happen. Up, I'll look up spoilers if I know that I don't want to watch it, but I want to know what happened. I looked up the spoilers for the mid credit scene, for example, for Venom 2, knowing I'm never going to fucking watch Venom 1 or what Venom happens? 2. Tell me what happens. Um, they connected him in Spider-Man's universes. Because he's in a hotel room, and then it turns into a different hotel room, and then there's like, he's watching TV, and then they see Spider-Man, and Venom's like, I want to eat him! Uh, I don't know about any of that. I just know that I read it and was like, oh, okay, so he's in Spider-Man sometime. Oh, that's crazy. I didn't know that. Yeah. I should look up the spoilers for that. <laughs> Spoiler alert. <laughs> but I mean, if you really wanted to watch Tom Hardy as Venom again, dude, fucking, you deserve yeah, to have, have that. Yeah, have at it. Have <laughs> at it. Once I read that they made it like a buddy comedy too, like it's super like lighthearted. Yeah, it's all like, lighthearted now and shit. Once dude. I saw him in the fucking glow sticks, I was like, what the fuck God, is going like, on? You know what? I don't want to see Carnage if he's not rated R. Ripping they have. They probably Marvel was probably like lighting that shit up, and he can be in Spidey. Yeah, that's probably exactly what happened. Circus. I, once I, I was, it's it's a bummer too because once I, that was again. I'm glad I read the reviews. I still would. I would still go see it though. I, I sure like Tom not. Hardy. I'm one of those because, people who that's I, because I, like. I loved Carnage and I loved the casting of Carnage. Woody Harrelson, I thought made a good Carnage. And then when you're like, oh, it's all lighthearted and shit, it's like, you know, that should be dark and violent. Yep. Like really violent mm-hmm. and really brutal and like it should end on a very sour note. Yes. Yeah. It's, and I'm unfortunately the type of fucking pessimist that loves those movies. Well, Any with movie? Venom, that's whole that's Venom's whole appeal. He's dark. He's kind of evil. Like he's yes. shit ain't gonna be pretty when it's all over. No, with. but that's once I saw the fucking extended preview for the first Venom movie where he's talking about turds in the wind as Venom. I was like, 
No, that's I'm good. Nope. <laughs> Time to I'm, cancel it. Let's get Agent Venom. You ever watch read any Agent Venom? Mm-hmm. That shit was so tight. They gave uh, I didn't know they had Asian Venom. Flash Flash Thompson goes he like joins the war and shit. Gets his knees blown off and then gets into the secret government program where they use the symbiote to repair soldiers. And then he becomes like an ultimate soldier and he's just like, no, I'm going to take this fucking suit, beat it, because you guys are just using it. And then it's like, I'm coming back. Where's Eddie? Who are you? I'm becoming sentient. Shit was tight. It, it gets the hose as Agent Venom was top notch. You know what I've been fucking terrified of? As much as I love the new Suicide Squad, as much as I love Guardians of the Galaxy, I wake up at night in a cold sweat thinking about the X-Men movies directed by James Gunn. I don't think he's going to do it. I don't either, but if that happens, I'm going to fucking be bummed. I love the movies that he makes, but I couldn't help but feeling when I watched... Suicide Squad, like this is such a formulaic movie. I'm enjoying it, but this is this Did is you for like sure. Guardians too. I didn't. I don't. I'm gonna say no because I didn't watch it twice. I mean, I liked it enough. I enjoyed watching it, but it wasn't one of those movies. That, Guardians one, I watched more than one it's time. Good, that one's good. Yeah, Guardians one, I watched more than one time. Guardians two, maybe I did watch more than once, but it's just because I like Kurt Russell. And, and he was good in that and, too. Yeah, actually. Kurt that Russell was, like, was the good. best yeah. parts of that film, but. But I get it. So he does the whole thing like I'm going to tear at your heart, then we're going to do some action shit, and everything's going to have crazy significance. And we're going to it's going to be funny. Yeah. You know that. Like I said, like Suicide Squad, the the second one was really really good, but it did feel just like Guardians of the Galaxy with a DC skin. Yep. You know, it felt exactly like that. Which is a very comic book thing to do, to be honest. <laughs> that's but, yeah, that's fair. But at the same time, it's not what the industry needs right now. Where everybody's kind of like, is this about to die? <laughs> so maybe that's not the best thing to I do. I wonder when that bubble's going to pop, or if it's going to pop, because I've been wondering if the Call of Duty bubble was going to pop for a long time, and it hasn't. I've been wondering how the fuck people watch Fast and the Furious movies for right? a long time. Who's watching these fucking Fast and Someone's the Furious Someone's watching movies. a fuck ton of them. And people I, are into like I get it though I guess a I DC skin and more blood okay and admittedly that is what really sold me on it like that's what DC if you're gonna is. make a rated horror super mo- superhero movie Marvel I'm almost blood. always gonna watch it uh, DC is like, just Marvel with blood I'm such a fucking stand for for extreme violence that's why I like in, yeah that's why I liked Invincible so much Invincible's fire hopefully Deadpool is that violent if they're giving it an R rating hopefully the Invincible they're working on a movie that's separate from the cartoon. Invincible. Yes. With Seth Rogen involved? I I don't know. I'm not sure if he's involved, but I know that they are doing a movie and it's not going to it's not supposed to tie in with the cartoon in any way, shape, or form. Interesting. So what it okay, cool. But that's my like even like I liked Watchmen, you know, even oh. though it wasn't like it wasn't like perfect or anything like that compared to the I read but it made me read the fucking comic afterwards Comic's and I pretty liked good, the but comic. That comic is just well, he's so fucking just stupid. <laughs> Dude, any- so pessimistic it drives me fucking crazy yeah it movie. is it is uh, well, that's fucking alan he, he's always i know yeah um but same thing sin city was another one until they actually let frank miller direct and they realized you can't do that shit. oh man <laughs> he's really bad at that yeah he is um but yeah sin city was another one that i was like oh this guy it got me into the comic but it's like i need to see that shit and it needs to be brutal for me to want to read. Like, I need to know. That's the thing is you get this terrible preconceived notion that comics are for kids. When you didn't grow up at the comic book store, you don't know. Right. Until, because you're. Yeah, because per- there's adults at a comic book shop. They yeah. run the place. Yeah. But, you like, you don't have the perception that until the movies come out. Because if your exposure to comic books is just the cartoons and the movies, you think it's all for kids. So it wasn't until I saw shit like Sin City and, you know, and shit like that that I realized, like. Oh, I got to do another kickflip. Hell yeah. 
<laughs> but yeah, there's. You didn't get the idea. You didn't get the idea that there that shit was for adults until you saw that it was for. You saw that there was shit for adults. Where know? where does that marketing funnel look? How does that look now? What's at the bottom of that marketing funnel now with comic books? The comic book. It got to be the comic book, right? Yeah, the comic book is for sure at the bottom of the marketing funnel now. Like I'm in. I'm been watching the Why the Last Man TV show, and it's got me wanting to read the comic book, even though I feel like the comic book is for sure gonna be dated. It's gonna feel real dated, most likely. I've never even heard of it. Just because of Why the Last Man, it's yeah. about the fucking everybody with a Y chromosome or whatever. What is a Y Keels chromosome? There's an X. Which one? Whichever one the dudes have. Um, all the men in the world oh, okay. die, but one guy. Oh, that's why I feel like they're exploring a lot with it now. That feels modern. I feel like, oh, like there's probably going to be some real antiquated views of feminism. Oh in that. yeah, yeah. You know, like it's probably no going to. I don't know if it's going to feel like it's aged as well because of how much it feels like they've changed to modernize the show that I'm watching. Interesting. Interesting. But it has me wanting to check it out. You ever check out Tank Girl? All right, so here we are. Tank doing Girl. a kickflip. Tank Girl. I had a crush on Lori Petty for so long. I didn't even know it was a movie. I just threw, thought it was a comic. All right, here we go. Kickflip going up. Does Nothing really happens there, you know? I don't know Dude, if it I was... I really um, need to put socks on. I think it was a lack of socks that caused that, but here we go with another one. Damn, nailed it. Second try, motherfucker. Right, Suck right. our butts. <laughs> Thank you. It gets the hose again for the 250. Um, But Tank Girl, you didn't know that was a movie? I did, I did know, but oh. I knew it was a comic book prior to, and then my cousin was like, that's a movie. They made that a movie. I was like, oh, cool. Yeah, I had the hugest crush on Lori Petty when I was a kid. I don't know her, what her name is, but I've seen the girl played, that's in Tank Girl. She played and, Tank yeah, Girl, and she was, in, she was in all kinds of... She was the girl of the 90s for a while there. What she look like? She was in... I remember... I'm a huge, huge fan of Point Break, so... I've only known that movie because it's referenced in um, Avengers 1. You got a nice swing point break. Also, oh yeah, okay, Illegal Baron. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Will yeah. you click that one where she looks kind of old and like Mrs. Doubtfire? What this one? Yeah. What's this from? This is from Orange Is the New Black. Oh okay, okay. Yeah okay, I've seen Illegal Baron. Yeah, but see, there's Tank Girl. Definitely. Yeah, I see the Gwen Stefani-ness in it. But Tank Girl, I think after Tank Girl tanked so hard that she was like, I'm done with this shit. Mm. That's what I love about Hollywood is like you make enough money that because I'm definitely one of those people that changes my mind a lot. I get into new things and new pursuits and stuff like that. And you see so many people pop up in Hollywood. You're like, damn, they just quietly decided, I'm, uh, you know, I got enough money. Like I saw I was watching fucking uh, Celebrity Family Feud today and Vivica A. Fox was on there. I was like, damn, what happened to her? Yeah, I haven't heard from her in a while. Yeah, she just disappeared. The last shit I, I remember like was Kill Bill. Uh, last shit I remember, she was dating 50 Cent. Yeah, well, yeah, that too. <laughs> that too. I don't but, know if I've seen Kill Bill's all the way through either. I know I've seen a, like one of them. The or, second one, I remember not is it three? caring. There's two. I remember not caring for the second one. I remember thinking the first one is cool until you realize that there's actually much better movies of the type that are Japanese. Oh, well, yeah. You know, that you realize, like, what he was, when you realize what he was nodding to, the film, the types yeah, of films yeah. he was nodding to, when I started to get into Japanese cinema, I, it was like I didn't care for Kill Bill anymore. Speaking of Japan, what are your thoughts on Kenta Kobashi? 
I just randomly he did the this move called the burning hammer. Oh yeah, he's the yeah. I was gonna say why don't. Well, so I like looked up his matches last night. They're brutal. But yeah, they're fucking well, Japanese good. matches were always brutal. And Dude, Kenta, like that. You know that move. You you know the only reason we didn't know about that move is because it's illegal and illegal WWE. as fuck. It's illegal. Like people who do it here in the states don't even do the same version he did. Yeah, yeah, because he did it at such a ridiculous angle. Because he's just dropping angle. people on their fucking head. Yeah, dude, yeah, I saw but still, they're doing it in brutal ways. For sure, Thunder Rosa, off of the apron, through a table, did a burning hammer on Britt Baker in that one, in their match. That match was so fucking brutal. That when match was, that? was so brutal. Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker. Recent? That was no. That was that was before okay, everybody yeah, yeah. was like back yeah, fully. Yeah. That was the match that got me back fully. Thunder Rosa's tight. So Thunder Rosa versus in... Britt Baker. Dude, Britt took a power bomb on thumbtacks. Britt's. I mean, yeah, she's a good ass wrestler. She's. Though. That's why. That's why. That was what made Britt Baker. That match made her. She's champion because wasn't of that, that Thunder match. Rosa's like right first couple matches. It was one of. It was. She still wasn't um, exclusive to AEW. Okay. She was still wrestling for other promotions at the time. Being anomaly. Being anomaly. But yeah, Britt Baker. That was the match. There's T-shirts of her with the bloody fucking the bloody face and shit like that. And that instantly was like she was a made woman. Damn. Mick Foley was tipping his hat and shit like that. Damn, and, I mean, know, yeah, instantly. dude, thumbtacks are no fucking joke. Dude, it wasn't it wasn't just the tax either. She, she took such a ridiculous fucking beating in that match. I have to look it up. It's definitely match. on YouTube. It's such a dude. It's such a good match. I like I like the brutal matches. I like strong style. That FMW. Did you? I don't know if you watched that. I did watch that. That shit was sick. Man, I was one. I meant to ask you. I didn't, but I don't want to ask you now. And I guess I'm gonna. Remember when ICP or anything like that? Do you remember ICP used to make wrestling tapes called Juggalo Championship Wrestling? I did not know that. I knew about them, never saw them. I only knew about... They were like Japanese death matches the whole time. And yeah. then there was just them commentating over it awfully. Yeah. But there the was girl a... matches were brutal. I know that like, there was... brutal. Dude, that was like the fucking... In that, in that dark side of the ring, Mick Foley talks about having to walk past that one chick that had gotten the fireball blown at her, and you can actually see her skin peeling off. Dude, I'm talking off. like chunks of skin off faces pulling like from getting hit. It was fucking brutal, bro. Uh, see, I don't care for that to the extent. It's There's still got to be good wrestling in there. And then ICP's still on the mic like, this bitch pooped her pants! <laughs> like, oh my god, dude, relax. Dude, I, I need to watch some Ultimate Deathmatch shits that fucking, from Wrestling With Regret. Did you see that? I, it's a movie. I kind of remember. It's a trilogy of actual movies called Ultimate Deathmatch, and they're the worst produced films you've ever seen in your life. I remember Ultimate Deathmatch, but not connected to a movie. Maybe yeah, this connected was specifically to a movie. It's so... I'll have to show Maybe it. I do. You'll well, I've watched it. a fuck ton of wrestling regrets, so yeah. there's a chance I've seen it. He but. does the first two, and then the third one he, he just reviewed recently, and halfway through it, you realize... That he's one of the security guards in the movie. <laughs> For real? Yes, and he's like, I must have blocked this out, and does a whole thing. And there's he did a follow up video that's like him, like him talking so about. So he realizes he was in the movie that, too. In in the in the you know like he he obviously knew and hadn't disclosed it, but like you know. Oh man! But I love Brian. He, he's like, wait a minute, did I block this out? And he's like, wait a minute. He pauses. And it's Maybe I did see that because that sounds so fucking familiar. It was. It's the, this video is only like a week old or something. It's a fresh one. I definitely didn't see it. What the fuck? But he seems to reveal things like that a lot. He's good at that. He, like, he hey, knows how damn, to sell it. Who knows? I I was in this. He knows how to he knows how to sell shit, man. <laughs> He's good at it. 
Yeah. He, he knew that he was going to eventually get to Ultimate Deathmatch 3 and that he was actually going to be in it, but if he built up how Man. bad the first two were, it would make his reveal in the third one right. that much funnier because right. it was a super young Brian Zane. Where he's just there when they're filming it, and they're like, hey, do you want to be in this movie? And he's like, hell yeah, I do. He's, you know, he's just probably young in that his wrestling training. That was a pretty good training. Brian Zane impression. <laughs> hell yeah. I can't talk dude, like he, that, but that was dude, pretty good. Dude, when he busted, he did a, I don't know what review he did recently. He's talking about Hulk Hogan being dressed up like a pirate for the most recent WrestleMania because that's a Hulk, yeah, you know, like it was right yeah. in Tampa Bay. Yeah, yeah. And he says he fucking says, you know, you know, Hogan's always okay with a hard R. I was like, <laughs> no, it's true, it's I was true. Like, no, oh lord, dude, I can't believe I liked Hulk Hogan as a kid. Thank you, Hulk Hogan, for getting me into wrestling. But fuck you, Hulk Hogan. Wait, is Barry Ratcliffe? Is that um Mar- Macaulay Culkin's dad in Home Alone? No, no, one hundred percent no, okay. no, definitely not no. Huh? I wonder if I just know. There ultimate... are no notable actors in that movie; just wrestlers that you've seen before. Interesting. I want to look this shit. Dude, up at one point in the third movie, like Al Snow's got a different name, and he's in all three movies. As the wait, announcer. Shane Douglas is in these? Yeah, in the he's in the Man, third one at least. So he's in the third familiar, one. Familiar, bro. They're so, dude. It's so bad. It's so bad. Maybe we'll have to watch them on stream. That's one thing I want to do is more content where we're just fucking around watching stupid shit like we used to because that was always fun. That is fucking fun. And it ends up being like a podcast anyway. fuck, bro. This, okay, Larry Zabisco, Tommy Dude, Dreamer, Ted DiBiase, Ricky Morton. The, they spell the names wrong. They spell the names wrong in the credits, so it's like Zabisco is spelled like Nabisco and shit oh like God. that in the credits. That's how it's spelled movie. here. <laughs> Val Venus, Raven, Dr. Steve, and Johnny Swinger. So Remember many Lodi? of them. So many of them, yeah. Lodi was like the Flea version of, or like Flea. Uh, he was like Raven's flock version of Flea. <laughs> I don't know who Chris Parks is, though. Dude, the whole movie is bad. I'm still going to probably buy it for 12 bucks on Amazon. <laughs> we don't need to do that. It's for sure on YouTube for free. Oh, you can get two and three together for twenty three thirty seven. You can probably get all three for free on YouTube. <laughs> <laughs> oh, ain't, ain't nobody copyright claiming that wow, shit. Wow, Abyss was in that. Abyss is Chris Parks. That and that was Abyss before he had revealed his face, and he reveals his face on that garbage movie. So they're like, why would he, like at one wow. point he's like, why would you? Blow the mystique on some shit like this. He sucked anyways. I always fucking thought he was garbage. I never watched TNA. The only I time either. I watched TNA was the day after um, Jeff Hardy versus Sting because I heard of what a ridiculous oh, debacle was like it was. So I was drunk. like, yeah. So I was like, hold on. I got to go. No, nah, that was pills. That I've only watched. Uh, well, yeah, I knew he's fucked fuck up. Out of his mind. I've only watched Botchamania TNA shit. Dude, Botchamania. Rip. <laughs> That's now a, it's I look wrestle botches on Facebook. Dude, that baseball bat. Talk. Brutal. I can't believe I didn't show you LeBron playing with middle schoolers. No. Nah. When you sent me that, I was like, bro, I looked at this like two weeks ago and I don't want to be like, I've seen it, but I was like, I could not fucking believe I didn't fucking send it to you. Because <laughs> at first I, I remember watching it like, is this fucking fake? And then when he drives, he like drives through and dunks on a bunch of kids. I'm like, this is fucking real. <laughs> Dude, that's still not as funny as the Urban Meyer footage, dude. Urban Meyer looking tossed, bro. Dude, what was he doing? Like, I couldn't tell if he had his hand, like, blocking her or or if he was, like, up and under. Dude, I, I couldn't tell. I, I just know that 
I picture like flaky poop. I just know off to be that cheeks. hammered in a random bar as a fucking NFL head football coach is not a good look. Did you see the meme? It's like Michigan fans, and it's Urban Meyer and some girl, and there's like a Michigan logo over his face, and it says Michigan fans wanting to jump around to something, and the girl is saying, "Who is this guy? He keeps hitting on me." Hang on, I'll show you this shit. That's hard to explain. I'm, I'm in jabble brain mode, but apparently Urban's out here just real greasy with it. Th- that's what it looked like. That's what it appeared in that video. If you guys didn't hear, current and current Jacksonville Jaguars coach slash former Ohio State and Florida coach was recently caught at a bar being grinded on by a pair of women very close um, that were not his wife. Not his wife. And he looked shit Fucking faced, man. Shit fucking faced. He was pretty drunk. He he he's got that look, that that ten thousand mile stare. He's hammered. And I don't know when he's got time to do this. For real. Like a football coach, you work all the time during the season, bro. That's the only other football coach I've heard of getting busted doing some shit like this was that Miami Dolphins assistant that was doing blow on camera for that well, stripper. I mean, Andy Reid's kid got super drunk at at Super Bowl week and like drove and hit a kid. That's person, his kid, so. but that's different. Assistant coach. Assistant. Well, he coach. was like a fucking. He wasn't even that. He was like an assistant's assistant. But did you see? You know what I'm talking about though. The Miami Dolphins guy. When did that happen? A couple years ago. Kinda like that sounds familiar. Like, but no, because I don't really be uh, up in the football news like that. You Where's this to- goddamn meme? The thi- this video needs to be seen, though. This is fucking... Hold on. I got to pull up a display. I, I, you guys aren't going to see it. <laughs> Maybe I'll pull up a display for you. Hold on. Oh, I don't got a display capture on here. Hold well, on. that's what I was... Are this, that's an NFT? Anything is an NFT. All right. Who wants a picture of my butthole NFT? It, you can do that. I've already done that. We'll put this up here for a second. <coughs> Oh, hell yeah, brother. Oh, yes. Yeah, he was having like an affair and shit or something like that. Yeah. This is probably TOS, but I don't care. Hell yeah, Oz. Dog, look how much shit is falling out of his nose. Break that shit up. Those are railers. Jesus, dog. I like how he whispers, but then he's like. <laughs> Weird. <laughs> Weird. Is he at a practice facility, bro? He very well might be in his offense of the Dolphins. Dolphins. The offense of the Dolphins. Dolphins. He's in the offense of the Dolphins. <laughs> <laughs> God. That's fucking crazy. I kind of yeah, do that, remember that. That, that was a big deal. Dude, that was one of the funny... When that shit popped up... When that shit started popping up on my feed, that is even better than Mansell dressing up in disguise. No one. Vegas. Urban Meyer. <laughs> For sure. No dude. doubt. So, Urban Meyer... Let's see... <laughs> let's go ahead and show that footage. Fucking Urban. So, Urban Meyer's having... The worst fucking time of his life in the NFL because he's terrible. 
because you realize that guys like Nick Saban and Urban Meyer are great recruiters and motivators, yep. and there's no recruiting in pro football, and the only thing that's motivating these motherfuckers is dollar signs. Yep. So if you ain't do, you know, if you ain't got the X's and O's locked up. All right, fucking show me the footage, though. Despite the Jaguars not playing today, the team's coach is still making headlines. News to Jack Sports anchor Cole Pepper joins us. Cole Urban Meyer is getting a lot of unwanted attention. Yeah, no doubt about that, and it's all because of the seven-second video that was posted to social media last night. Cole Pepper. Yikes. And he snapped a picture with her afterwards, too. Yikes. Before or after. That's rough, man. Hey, you mind if I rub my ass all on your thigh? Go for it. Hell yeah. Thanks for hanging out, Chute. It's always nice seeing you, man. Choo -choo. I hope you're doing great. You sleep well. Sleep well, Chute. But, yeah, that shit, that's the only thing that I can think of that I've seen, like, a, a coach in the NFL yeah, Getting I mean Robert on Kraft video doing some fucking nefarious Robert shit. Robert Kraft, Kraft uh, I'm sure there's video of him getting his Oh yeah, that video did not get leaked. Didn't get leaked. <laughs> that video did not. Damn, get it seems leaked. like they're just trying to get Urban up out the paint in Jacksonville already. I don't think they're trying to get him up out the paint in Jacksonville. I think that nobody likes him in in general. <laughs> Could be. He's a, you know, go back to the fucking Fox Sports or whatever. I think that doing. anybody that's not that wasn't an Ohio State or a Florida fan doesn't fuck with Urban Meyer. Or Utah. Actually, I think Utah fucking hates him because yeah. he left abruptly. Yeah, I was gonna say, and I, and it's not it's not outside the it's, you know Florida probably fucking hates him too because he yeah. left abruptly there. Yeah. And if you're Jacksonville, look out! Ah, them gas station dig pills. He's ah. fucking he's leaving. He's leaving, dude. Did you ah. hear what he said? No. To one of the coaches when they were shaking hands, I think it was the Texans coach or something like that. He said like he's like man, it's like playing Alabama every week. Oh, I did hear that. Yeah, it's like bro, that's not a good. <laughs> Yikes! It's like what do you mean? Yeah. <laughs> oh shit Like did you not know All I know about NFL right now Is they're trying to get my man Out of Chicago Because apparently he sucks at coaching Who's in Chicago Matt Nagy Is oh, his name yeah, I guess Yeah Dude, And um that... Brady plays today In the Patriots Yeah Do they play Are yeah. they playing now Yeah they're playing right now probably Bet that sucks Yeah Dude we were gonna I should have done a watch along With the fights after the thing last night Because I just started watching the fights Right afterwards Oh I saw that Yeah I, I didn't even know they were fucking fighting I forgot Because because I only really wanted to see The co-main event and the main event Which I, we finished up in time For me to see those Nice And the co-main event Had a crazy weird fucking ending That it ended up in no contest Because of an illegal headbutt not like an intentional illegal headbutt, an accidental illegal headbutt, but yeah. it knocked the dude the fuck out and led to the end of the fight. So it was like the, no contest. Um, Damn. That, yeah. See, I need to get the fucking Camp Goose up there. He's all fucking benzoed out right now because he's in pain pills. Fucking, he's got injuries and shit like that. So uh. listening to him, he's like, man, I am so fucking high right now. That's what, <laughs> that's what his stream has been like the whole night so far. We'll raid him after this, actually. We should probably wrap it up. Let's go check out what Camp Goose is doing. Camp Goose, we're coming for you. Um, Next week, we'll talk about more random 
content creation shit, we always tend to open with that. I don't know if it's interesting, but it's kind of the point, you know. And we it always gets the get gears off track. Going, yeah. Gets the gears going. Yeah, it gets the gears going. We end up talking about all kinds of random shit like fucking toys and comics. It helps and- me though. I remember this more than our Facebook conversation where we're like talking about our logistics. I'll be able to mentally refer to this much easier yeah because originally that was what i was like hey we need to have a channel meeting like every sunday and then i was like well, why don't we just record it and make it our make it a podcast it's more yep. content people know what's going on with us i like the transparency of the channel yes. people knowing what's always and going we get to on. hang out with motherfuckers yeah and everybody's super supportive so you know if people know what's going on and i'm like hey i'm having a bad mental health time i can't do shit this week People understand because they know how hard, you know, they know what we're no doing doubt. and shit like that. And we can keep them up to date on that shit. So I like being able to keep everybody else up to date because it's a lot easier than trying to pretend like we know what we're doing. <laughs> yeah, because we have no idea. Yeah, and, the, and everybody else probably has great ideas, too. We get great Nightwinds definitely dropped some gems in there. Yeah, for sure. We, you know, we get lots of fucking help as far as, you know, things that we might not think of. Yep. So especially when we're doing it live, it's great because people can help us. You know what would be really beneficial if our live audience could do? What? Let us know when our audio fucking sucks. <laughs> Let us know. Like, are you guys just reading the close, close turn off closed captioning? I bet they'll be fucking tell That's us. Probably. It. Well, I'm gonna end up fucking taking turning off closed captioning anyway, or at least I'm gonna take it out of my tags. I have it as one of my. I was gonna tags. tell all my deaf friends about it, but every time I talk to them, it's like they don't listen. <laughs> all right, we're gonna go ahead and raid Camp Goose on that note. So I would really appreciate it if you guys run on over with us. I will see you guys on Tuesday night. Haven't decided yet whether we're playing uh, Phasmophobia or Dead by Daylight, but Spooky Games with Friends Tuesday night all month. Um, And then Wednesday morning, 9 a.m. and Friday morning, um, we are definitely playing um, a shitload of Alien Isolation. And we are doing non-spooky games this weekend, bonus streams. Um, Saturday, I'll probably be streaming for as long as I can play the Battlefield 2042 beta with homies. So if anybody's going to be on the open beta, we can squat up and play on Saturday, maybe a little bit on Friday night, because um, I'm going to be home alone this weekend. Rawr! Tuesday, you can catch me with our chat. Thursday, I'll be on the internet doing stuff, probably doing whatever he's doing. But Tuesday night, right before he does serious stuff, I'll be playing our chat. We're going to make pictures. Hell yeah. So let's go on to Champ Goose TV. Champ he's, Goose. He's playing... Some stupid he's shit. He's playing Escape from Tarkov. He has a wrist guard on. So if you make him do push-ups right now for 2,000 channel points, yep. he'll bitch about it. It's real funny. Do that, all right? Let's go ahead and start this bad boy. Hate on his goatee, too. Don't hate on his goatee. Oh, man, it's a chin strap. Hate on his goatee. Hate on his goatee. Hate on his goatee, all right? Tell him backward hats are dumb, too. Yeah. Don't say nothing bad about my mustache, though. All right, or let's my go baldness. ahead and raid him. Dread. Head on in, head on in, head on in. And I'll see you guys later. Wave like this.